Hi, how you getting on? Are you ready for another episode? It's time to sit back, relax, and be inspired by Trials of a Sofa Surfer. speaking with a man who lived at the Arch going back 11 years now and moved on successfully into his own tenancy just a few months into my starting period uh, which is, is 10 years this year. He is not your stereotypical homeless person and if you were to meet Scott in the street today you would have no idea. And I think that's a testimony, first of all, to him and how he has transformed his life. But it also shows that it, all sections of society can become homeless. It affects us all. It's, it's not a select few that it inflicts its damage upon. It inflicts all sectors of society. So I just want to thank Scott for coming in. I want to thank him for taking time out to come and share his story. Uh, very much appreciate that. And I think you'll enjoy it. It's a heartwarming story. And Scott's got a lovely way, of, way with him. Uh, you'll enjoy listening to him speak. Everything he says is from the heart. It's very genuine. He was nervous, a bit nervous. Um, which surprised me a little because he's used to being on stage. Uh, but he'll talk about that, talk about the, the music that he's into and how music is such an influence in his life. He has got a great life today. And I appreciate very much that he partly credits the arts for that and the support that was an offer. So, sit back, relax. You know the drill. Get a coffee. Or some other sort of drink. And take time out to listen to Scott on trials of a sofa sufferer. I'll see you at the end. Well, I have got a bit of a cold, so you need to excuse that. Uh, if, you, if you can hear it in my voice. Gives you a, a deep resonance. Yeah, yeah. Sounds very... <laughs> I'm sure there's many people out there who'll find it very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Next James Bond or something. <laughs> so, obviously, you were at the Arch. Yeah. You were here. You were yeah. an ex-tenant. Ex-tenant, uh, when, when did you move out? Uh, must have been 2009, I think. Kind of late 2009, I think it was, yeah. For 10 was, years ago. Yeah, yeah. And yet you still have this slight connection yeah. with what we do here. Yeah, So yeah. why? Why why are you still friendly with us, linked in with us? Because um, <laughs> it was a big part of my life, Emma. Um, I think uh, I was... Uh, obviously, obviously, I got like a lot of kind of support and stuff like that in the arts, you know, for for my future and stuff like that, you know, you know how to kind of... Um, can stabilise my life and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I've got I've got a lot, like a lot of kind of respect respect for you guys. So that's yeah. nice to hear. Yeah. So 
obviously you're talking about stabilising your life, so I take it there was a bit of turmoil at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my life kind of um, when I was when I was in the arch, kind of going back. Like um, I moved down from Inverness, um, kind of two thousand seven, kind of two thousand eight. Um, kind of wanted to be kind of closer to like my family and stuff like that. My dad stayed, my dad stayed in the south side of Glasgow. Um, I've got family in Paisley and um, kind of over. Um, my life up in Inverness wasn't that great and stuff. Um, I went up to Aberdeen. Um, when I was, I kind of left school and um, I was doing like hires at college and stuff like that. Um, although I probably kind of should have like stayed in Inverness, but like only went because like my pals were away to uni and stuff like that and mm-hmm. college and things. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my life kind of spiraled out of control. Um, uh, kind of out like drinking kind of most nights and stuff like that uh, you know like taking drugs and stuff and um, yeah that was that was a kind of like uh, start uh, like a downward spiral like so you from like, if you from that part I'm of the country I'm from Inverness originally yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, and had your father moved to Glasgow or uh, well, my, da- well, my mom and dad are both from Glasgow originally um, my mom and dad split up when I was five um, so my mom my mom and dad kind of moved up and like the eighties, really, mm-hmm. um, when the when the oil boom hit, ah, right, um, right, yeah, and so chasing my the mum and dad kind of both both worked up there. They had me, um, and then my mum and dad split up when I was five, um, and my mum kind of kind of brought me up. So, um, so I was like twenty one, twenty two when I moved, when I moved away, um, as they said to be, to be kind of closer to like my family and stuff. So, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, as I say, it probably wasn't the right right thing to do at that time and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably should have stayed and maybe maybe got a job and kind of stayed at home and worked or, or kind of went to college and or whatever. So, yeah. so um, what was life like up the in the northeast? Um, in Aberdeen, um, that was good uh, for like a month or two. I was uh, I was kind of going to college and stuff, and then um, like like I made friends and stuff like that. I was in I was in a I was in a student flat. And stuff, you know. So um, yeah, um, I'd had friends from the church and all that, like like up in Aberdeen and stuff. But um, you know, when when you're a when you're an eighteen year old guy, like kind of living away from home and stuff, kind of left to your own devices, you know. You yeah, yeah. You, you tend to kind of kind of take the wrong path. I but feel like so. Was that an active choice, or do you felt that you were led astray? Probably a bit of both, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I was I was I was out kind of most nights and stuff, you know. Spent spent most of my bursary and um, so yeah, um, that's that's a that was a kind of kind of start of it really. To party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how long did that last? What was the process there? Uh, for about six for about six seven months, I kind of kind of got myself into a bit of debt and stuff like that, and then moved back with my mum. Um, and kind of things weren't uh, kind of all that great when I moved back. Um, stuff I was still I was I was still going out and stuff like that. Still still taking drugs, drinking. Um, when you say drugs, what 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 kind of drugs were you? Um, hash, cocaine, uh, recreational type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, my life my life just wasn't stable. I wasn't in a routine and stuff like with a job or anything like like when I was up there. My mum was probably trying her best and stuff, yeah. like to keep me on the straight and narrow. But, um, but as I say, 
probably as well from from obviously my mum and dad splitting up and stuff like that. Like I probably had more respect like from my dad away back then and stuff than than I did from my mum and stuff. But not really like thinking thinking what my mum did mm-hmm. did for me and stuff. So um, yeah, so um, yeah, my life my life wasn't that great like at that period of time and um and it got that bad that my, my mom uh, myself and my mom's kind of relationship kind of broke down um and uh, i kind of moved to glasgow and kind of stayed with my dad for for about six months and that was just before obviously i moved into the arch right so it was pretty quick then yeah 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 i was i was i was staying with my dad for about six months um and I was kind of sleeping on his couch because it was a one-bedroom flat, and my dad and his uh, his partner were in the in the flat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was wasn't a great kind of living kind of conditions, you know. It was it was very cramped and stuff. I I was on a blow-up bed or on a couch yeah. you know, most nights and stuff. Uh, but I was um, like I picked up a wee bit of work and stuff, and um, kind of part-time kind of jobs and stuff, and. Even at that, like, obviously, my, my life wasn't that that stable or anything, you know, because I didn't have my own space and, and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I was probably drinking a bit a bit too much at that time and stuff. And then, my dad's um, my dad's housing association actually got wind of me kind of sleeping on the couch, and so um, they were basically they were going to chuck him out his yeah his his house because get that sorted out. Uh, you're out. Um, so I had to gonna make a decision and I was yeah. I was basically left homeless. Um so it was more kind of circumstantial yeah in my um in my kind of situation. So um yeah I was I was put in touch with um the pre show trust um over in Govan. Um, okay. I don't know if you know Alan Nicholson um, no. and me Nicholson over at the pre show trust in Govan. They're they're a kind of charity um um and uh, it was it was um yeah, it was it was like the receptionist, um her she would basically in touch uh can put me in touch with the arch and right. um obviously the services that yeah. I used to do here and um and that's that's how I ended up here. So Fantastic. Yeah. So how did it feel to be labelled homeless? Um well it was the first time in my life that, that I was I was homeless, um did it have an impact, or, or did you think it was just, well, this will change pretty soon, or you'll get something? Um, it probably did have an impact, yeah, because yeah, most most of my most of my mates were were away, like like working or um, or at uni or or whatever, you know. So um, yeah, it was um, it was probably quite tough for me, yeah, kind of looking back, but um, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what what um, my thinking kind of process was, kind of kind of back then, you know. Had you? I know it might sound a bit silly, but were you aware of homelessness at the time? Did you know what homelessness was? Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Kind of kind of through the church and kind of hearing like people's yeah. testimonies, mm-hmm. like about about being homeless and like kind of, kind of drug addiction and stuff like that. I was I was brought up in the church and from my mum and stuff um, so yeah like I heard of kind of people being homeless and stuff you know before but I never thought I would end up like like I would end up homeless you mm-hmm. know so I was probably more sheltered like from it like 
like kind of growing up when it was just it was more kind of circumstantial with my kind of mm-hmm. um my kind of way I obviously ended up homeless so um but uh yeah I just I just kind of got on with it really and um I guess I kind of thought thought um obviously there's 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 an end in sight and yeah. this you know and um you know I was I was told listen um, like at my first my first couple of kind of support workers kind of meetings and stuff you know yeah. I was I was I was um, I was kind of assured that obviously uh, or kind of reassured obviously that but um, obviously this won't be for the next next five years obviously yeah. we'll, we'll obviously obviously give you help and support and stuff like that and obviously get you obviously a flat and stuff in a tenancy um, so um, yeah so how long were you actually living at the arch? Um, for about uh, 16, 17 months, I think it was. That long? Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I obviously we yeah. know each other, yeah. our paths yeah. had crossed because I'd started at that Maybe it wasn't that as, time. as kind of long as that. Maybe it was maybe 12, 13 months, actually, thinking back. <laughs> was that, it was that long ago. Um, so what was your experience at the arch? What's that? Sorry. Your experience of the arts. What? What was? Um, yeah, my experience was 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 good. Yeah. Um, kind of. Um, there's like a routine and stuff. You know, like like a, like on a Monday, obviously Monday matters and stuff. And um, uh, certain days, like obviously during the week, and you know you had your you know you had your kind of weekly kind of catch up with your support worker, and yeah. there was. Um, a flat inspection and um, and meal prep and stuff like that and how to budget money and there was there was a lot of help help and support and like um, there was activities you know like, like days out here and there with like the group of guys and uh, pool tournaments and Christmas uh, <laughs> Christmas dues and uh, curry nights you know you know like it wasn't all wasn't all kind of doom and gloom that you think it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of support there. So. so, what benefits? You know, what was the benefit of doing all of those things, in your opinion? Um, probably just 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 the love and kind of support that that um, I received and stuff. You know, help and um, and kind of deal with kind of problems and. Uh, how to kind of cope in, in life really and yeah. um, um, how to kind of stand on your own two feet and you know um, probably kind of mixing like like with folk again and kind of changing my kind of mindset a wee bit you know and you know the things I was doing probably wasn't wasn't that great and how to yeah because um, the argument at the moment in Glasgow is uh, there's no need for places like ourselves anymore no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would disagree. The 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 thought is, for yourself, you know, uh-huh. for example, straight into a, a tenancy, your own tenancy with a a wraparound support system. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's some merit in it personally. I, I don't think it's something that works for everyone. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just wondering what your thoughts on that would be. You know, if if at the time rather than coming to the arch if you were placed into a flat on your own somewhere in the city how, how do you think you would have coped well, I wouldn't have coped I probably would have I don't know what would have happened but 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't have survived anyway, that's for sure. And, um, yeah. So what, what was it about coming to like the Archer Resettlement Centre that enabled you to then cope when you did eventually move into your own tenancy? Um, I think just, just kind of, just been, um, just helped, um, like helped really, like helped in, in terms of kind of, um, how to kind of budget your money and, you know, um, but again, the argument is the wraparound support that's an offer now, they uh, would help you with that. Right, okay, okay. I, I'm, I, I suppose what I'm maybe trying to get you to say is, 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 which I think a big thing is, is the companionship and the fellowship and the relationships uh-huh. with others yeah, who yeah. are in your situation, same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's a big thing that we see. Uh-huh. Uh, which I think is vastly underrated. Uh-huh. Um, you know, if you, you're coming down from, you know, Aberdeen, mm. Inverness, yeah. uh, six months in Glasgow and then placed in a part of the city that you don't know anyone I yeah. would assume yeah, yeah you had yeah. family I guess uh-huh. but yeah. we, we, you know the, the isolation is, is something that we find is a a big issue oh yeah with yeah. people placed yeah. around the city which is a big city obviously uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah and so how did you cope with that when you first came down um yeah I probably I probably didn't cope cope all that well but um as I say so when I was like placing the arch, like there was there was folk that maybe been here, like obviously a bit longer than myself and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and and they kind of helped me a lot. Um, the support workers kind of helped me and stuff, you know, you know, like take me out for a coffee or or whatever and chatting to me and you know, um, um, you know, um, just kind of mixing with folk and stuff that had obviously been here and helped. Um, yeah. So tell us about your upbringing. Tell us about when you were, you know, a kid. Um, primary school, secondary school. What, what was, what was life like? Or? As, as far back as you wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was brought up from, um, I brought up in Inverness and um, my mum, as I said, uh, was from Paisley and my dad was from Govan. Um, uh, I was brought up in an ICD in Inverness and stuff, you know, and for those who who have never visited Inverness, uh-huh. I've been once or twice. Yeah. What what kind of place is it? Um, it's not as big as Glasgow. It's it's more of a town, kind of maybe a bit smaller than Paisley, probably. Um, Which is the largest town in Scotland? Uh, what what sort of Inverness? Paisley. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So, so similar. Uh, yeah, similar kind of size. Yeah, yeah, I would say probably, but um, yeah, yeah, nice place to kind of grow up and stuff. Uh, very kind of sheltered, like uh, like back and front garden and um, uh, kind of good schools and stuff like that. That was uh, loads of friends and stuff. Kind of growing up, my mum was a childminder, um, so the house was always always mobbed. Like it was like soccer hall street in our house, like at times. So um, yeah, mum and dad both both worked and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. And yeah, yeah, a good childhood, yeah. So we into sport or Yeah, yeah, played played football and stuff like in school. Um I wasn't the greatest footballer but um yeah. Um So where did the love of music? Because I know you're a music guy, so where well, did that come from? Well my dad's a drummer from? as well. Um right. 
so um, yeah, probably started kind of listening to like my dad's my dad's kind of records and stuff like that when he, um, my dad's LPs and stuff like that when he was when he was listening to them uh, the Beatles and the Stones and right. stuff like that you know the Beach Boys and all that sort of stuff yeah so playing some kind of pub bands same um, about Inverness and kind of club bands and stuff like that so. Um, he was in a band called Blind Groove, my um, way back in the day. Good name. Yeah, um, they played they played a, a few kind of festival dates and stuff, and um, I think they were mentioned in the Kerrang magazine and stuff like that, like a way wow. back in the nineties and stuff. Was that framed? So, uh, no, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were quite kind of popular and stuff. So that's that's where my kind of love of music kind of kind of came from. So did you take up drum drumming at the time? No, I wasn't until kind of high school. Um, when when uh, when I was in like second year, um, I was getting introduced to the the kind of drum kit. I was, I guess, I was kind of self taught really. My dad, my dad never like kind of taught me how to play yeah. the drums or anything. It was just kind of listen to his kind of music mm-hmm. and sitting on my hands and knees and yeah, tapping away and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah. For those who are not aware. I'm a drummer as well. Play drums. Yeah. Well, I did play drums yeah, many moons ago. Music, Certainly not that good. I'm <laughs> sure you're far, far more talented in that area than I was. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but it's good fun, though, isn't it? It, yeah, it, it yeah. gets the aggression out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> good, good for the soul, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of school, you you, you were playing drums at school. Yeah, so, yeah. In terms of it, academia or music, was there a clash or was music just a hobby? Um, yeah, music was more of a kind of hobby, really. Yeah, I done I done high music in school and stuff. Um, so, um, yeah, I was um, also I done well in it and stuff like that in the subjects and stuff. But it was more of a hobby, really. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So in terms of. I'm, I'm kind of keen, I suppose, to to figure out why you went down the route that you did, but your friends went to uni and, and I suppose, the, I assume they achieved. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And how did you feel? How did that make you feel? Yeah. Or, or have you, in retrospect, have you looked back and understood why you went down that road? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, I had the same opportunities as them kind of growing up. I'm... I'm not too sure. I haven't really. Um, don't know if I can really kind of put my finger on it, really. But I don't know if it's maybe because of my mum and dad's sport mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it might be because of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I certainly like had just as good of a like as an upbringing as he as he did. So, I, you know, I, I guess I don't know. Things happen for a reason, yeah. you know. So, I, I, and it appears that you've come to terms with it and yeah, you're fine yeah, and, you, yeah, and you don't yeah. need to revisit it I guess no, and no, no. so leaving the arch what was the process leaving the arch leaving the arch yeah and, and where did you go from, um, from there so I got my first well I um, applied applied for um, uh, different kind of, kind of housing associations um, and that took a that, uh, that actually took, took maybe two three months I think um um, and I ended up in Tocross, um, in a flat right. in Tocross. Um, um, that was around the, the kind of November kind of time, I think. Um, and I was moved in kind of just before kind of Christmas. Um, I didn't. Uh, um, looking back, I don't think I really had 
I had anything at all. Mm-hmm. I think I had a telly and a mattress, and that was about it. everything else was kind of donated. And um, uh, it was like charities, like about Glasgow, yeah. like New Start and stuff like that. Got you, you know, yep, those, yep. those those types of places. So yeah, that's what I ended up first. Um, so across. so walking into that flat to to live, you know, you've left the arch, you're moving in there. What's your overriding emotion? Um, that I've that I've achieved something. I've, um, um, you know, I've, uh, I've obviously obviously come a long way in obviously uh, 12, 13 months. Um, obviously at the arch and, um, uh, and you know I can, I can now put things into practice and stuff like that that have that have been. I've been taught kind of along the way. That's encouraging because yeah. I, I don't remember the, 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 that period very well in uh-huh. terms of you know who moved on and, and when, yeah, etc. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that once you'd moved on, you, you kept in touch, and, uh-huh. and, and I, I think that's yeah, always, yeah. probably got to know each other more at that point uh-huh. as opposed uh-huh. to when, when you actually stayed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, so that was good. That, that encouraged me as ah, a, yeah. a a younger support worker. Yeah, yeah. He's a guy who's been at the project a number of months, successfully moved on, but wants to remain in contact with uh-huh. us. You know, yeah. That that was a an encouragement to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, to to the rest of the staff, but that that was a good thing. Yeah. Because um, yeah. obviously, you'd imagine when you've left, you want to put that behind you and move on. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was nice. It was good. And yeah, as yeah. I say, very much an encouragement. Yeah, yeah. So what were the first days like? What were the early the early days in your own flat, and then the, the months and? Um, they were actually not too bad. Um, uh, whilst I was in the arch, I um, actually met a girl, and um, who's actually now my wife. So um, so I've, I've um, uh, yeah, I've been with Jillian for a bit. Uh, for about ten years now, so um, obviously met her also whilst whilst I was in the arts and stuff, and um, yeah, um, so she was she's obviously been a massive kind of help and support and stuff, you know. And I think if I didn't have her, I would um, I would probably have found it kind of more difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, she was she was a massive help and stuff like that, you know. And um, the first. The first first few days, it was just basically kind of, um, I didn't have to do anything because it was it was a it was a newly refurbished flat, so I didn't really have to do any kind of decorating or anything like that. It was, um, I think, I, I got I got donated like a suite and, uh, um, various pieces of furniture and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, uh, a bed, as I said, same kind of various stuff for the kitchen I think was was donated and stuff you know uh, from local churches in the area and stuff you know um, so yeah I was, I was very fortunate and stuff um, obviously that. so are you still in the flat? Uh, no 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 I've um, so I was in Tokros Tol- uh, Tol- for maybe about, about a year and then I moved in with Jillian um, uh, um, up in Deniston um, and I lived in Deniston um, till just before we got married, really, and then um, we got married and we moved in with her mum and dad for uh, for for about eight months while we were kind of saving up for a deposit for a house. Fantastic. Um, and then we've we've actually now moved out to um, 
I should never do it to Uddingston. Right. So that's where we've been, we've been staying for the last five years. So, so how long have you been married? Uh, for, well, I got married in 2014. Um, so yeah, 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 just about five years. So, yeah. For those of you who don't know what he looks like, he's, he's extremely handsome, <laughs> look, looking great, seems very happy. And uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a joy, it really is. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'll square you up later on for, <laughs> for saying that. But. <laughs> so are there any... any the pattern of tiny feet is it is that on the horizon uh, not yet, something not, you were, yeah yeah for? something obviously we're obviously discussing and obviously yeah uh, but yeah, yeah so, so are, are you working it, it yeah works. yeah i work i work for the nhs um i work in the glasgow royal in front of me so um yeah so, um, brilliant so yeah, what, what, what do you do I'm, a, um, I'm an auxiliary nurse in a respiratory ward so um yeah busy yeah. How long have you been doing that? Uh, well, I've been doing I'm doing it as well nursing since I was in Inverness, um, right. so kind of on and off really mm-hmm. for about kind of eight years and stuff. I had a bit like a bit of a kind of break from it and stuff. And then when I got married, um, uh, Jill kind of kind of encouraged me to kind of go back to kind of nursing and stuff, you know. So um, uh, I was I was actually at college doing a um, doing an access to nursing course, but was at the same time like I said I was getting married and um, we actually moved in at the same time to Jill's Jill's house in Denison as well so it was it was a bit kind of of a difficult kind of period like mm-hmm. to kind of concentrate on my studies as well as getting sure. married and everything so I actually failed a couple of the modules so um, obviously I'd never go back but I haven't went back and I ended up getting a full time job out of it so um, uh, I ended up obviously obviously working so yeah um, but yeah, yeah, things are good at the moment. So, and music, yeah, music as well. Yeah, um, still not left me. So, um, I'm I'm actually in a in a in a new wedding band called the Scoundrels. The Scoundrels. Uh huh. Yeah, the Scoundrels. So, yeah, playing playing a lot of weddings um, this year. Playing uh, the Millport Country Music Festival. Um, yeah, a lot of kind of corporate work and stuff as well. So, yeah. When, when's the festival? Um, I think it's towards the end of the end of August. Um, I think like thirty first of August. I think it is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, on, we're on Facebook and stuff like that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah quite right. Plug away. Yeah. Watch <laughs> <laughs> look us up. So, yeah. So the, the scoundrels. I had the scoundrels. Yeah. And you're available to hire. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Birthday parties, weddings. <laughs> How many's in the band? Uh, there's six of us. So. Myself, drummer. Um, we've got a bass player, a banjo player. Um, we've got a fiddle player. Uh, Jerry's our lead singer, and um, we've also got a keys player uh, who can also go on the accordion as well because we do a kind of Kaylee set. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Ah, excellent. Yeah. That's great, Scott. It's been a pleasure chatting away. Yeah, yeah. yeah Is good. there any advice you would give to people out there who? might find themselves in situations but that you find yourself in um yeah not to like bottle up like like your problems kind of speak about your problems and um obviously take the help and support um that's it's on offer Thank you, Scott, for sharing your story with us today. That was uh, great, as I'm sure you'll agree. And if you enjoyed that chat uh, with Scott or any of our other chats, 
with our previous guests, then, you know, let us know. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear your comments or your feedback. Tell me if uh, you feel inspired, which I know I know plenty of you are. Many of you are. So please, yeah, get in touch. Get in touch and uh, let us know how you feel about it. Now, you can do that via our website, which is www.scottishchristianalliance.org.uk or you can contact us on Facebook and you can use at the Arch RS um, or the Arch Resettlement Centre or you can contact us through Instagram and our handle there is S-C-A-A-R-C-H-3-6 So yeah, come and say hi. It'd be good to, uh, as I say, hear your comments and get your feedback. Now, it's been well documented regarding a project such as yourself and the funding that it's losing. So we need your help. Aren't you able to commit to some long-term giving? Maybe £2 per month to help out the men that we support here? Or can you make a, a, a one-off donation? Can you fundraise on our behalf or are you a business, an organisation who would benefit from sponsoring our podcast? Have a think. If you know someone who might be interested, please let them know. And tell your friends and family to support us, uh, to follow us and to you know, give us a good rating on our uh, podcast channels. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for downloading and subscribing our podcast. It means uh, so much to so many people. So thank you very much. I've been Brian Reid. Until next time, stay safe and be blessed.